0: Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week we are joined by Veteran Homeschooling Mama Four, Renee Miller. Renee and her husband, Randy, started Miller Pads and Paper many years ago, and now she's run it with her family ever since. And she's been an important part of the homeschooling community. She has seen the fruit of homeschooling and has a ton of wisdom and encouragement to share, and we hope you enjoy. Before we begin, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making The Smiling Homeschooler possible. We work with them because we believe their curriculum is one of the best and helps more homeschoolers smile. Go support them and check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Also, thank you to Homeschooling Today magazine for their support. They are another fantastic source of homeschooling encouragement, so please go subscribe to the magazine over at homeschoolingtoday.com. Lastly, just a reminder to pick up the You to Dad daily calendar as a present for your husband. This is a great way to encourage your husband and will be good for the entire family. We have a limited quantity left, so make sure you get your order placed soon. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson.
1: Well, hey everybody. I hope you're excited um as we're uh making our way to Thanksgiving and all to uh, and then then this the starting gate to Christmas. Uh I cannot believe it's here already. Yeah. I was telling my wife today, how do we go from the middle of October to Thanksgiving in the snap of a finger? uh but we are super excited to have a special guest with us today uh renee miller some of you have maybe come across her path she's been in the homes homeschooling uh family for a long time uh she and her husband ran miller pad and paper or kids and she's still part of it um but i don't want to get ahead of the cart renee thanks for joining us
2: oh thanks for having me this is wonderful
1: Well, for those who don't know you, maybe you could give us just a little, um, tell us about your family. We'll start there.
2: All right. Well, I was married to Randy for 35 years, and then he went home to be with the Lord. We had four children, and I now have 15 grandchildren. Five he met, 10 he didn't, so he'll see them someday. But um, anyway, uh, we started homeschooling when my oldest son was in third grade, and my oldest daughter was in second grade. Uh, had two friends who I became acquainted with who were homeschooling. So truly a pioneer from way back when, um, when we started, there were no curriculums available, except I think Bob Jones was the first one that reached out to us homeschoolers. Mm-hmm. And then a came on board sur- shortly after that. So we really used the library when we started. So anyway, um, I love my family. I love people. And um, so it was like the perfect fit. My husband did, you know all the hard work, making up all the paper, printing, and all that kind of stuff, and I loved the people.
0: <laughs> I mean, what did those so. early days look like? What what was kind of the inspiration for starting? I, I mean, obviously you were homeschooling, and I mean you had family at that yeah. point, right? So that's a big big leap of faith, I'm sure. What did that all look like? Right.
2: So we, my husband, had always, even since a little boy, he would make up pads of paper, and he would put together stuff, and he would take his red coaster wagon. Around the neighborhood, and he would sell paper because his parents were printers. Uh-huh. And so, um, when we got married and we needed extra money, we would um, piggyback on all of our friends who were having rummage sales. And he would make a paper, and he would end up making more money than the people who were doing the rummage sale. <laughs> so when I started homeschooling, um, we went to our first conference in Stevens Point, Wisconsin, WPA, and. Uh, the next year i thought to myself hmm i wonder if people need paper (laughs) so so we built up our little minivan kids sat on boxes this is before seatbelt requirements and we went up to stevens point and um, we sold out within a couple hours of Mm. all of our paper and so we thought oh wow they need paper and that's how we started
1: so. Oh, man, those were the good old days. <laughs> they were the good old days. <laughs> Here are the good... Well, backtracking just a little bit, um, you you know, you started uh, homeschooling. Uh, sh- it sounds like shortly after Adam and Eve finished up. Maybe
2: so long ago. You know, but... you say
1: that was a pioneer time, and it was a pioneer time. What led you to that point, you know, be- because that was not an... – now it's kind of like – Oh, do we want to do private school or should we do homeschooling? Or maybe we'll put our kids in, you know, a blend of that. But back then that was a big decision. What, what yeah, took it you was
2: there? my um, oldest son in third grade was in a class with 25 boys and eight girls. And I used to go and help in his classroom and it was so hard for that poor teacher. And I told her. And then, oh, my oldest daughter had become diabetic that year, and she was falling asleep in class and getting really low blood sugars. And it was an older teacher. It was a Christian school. was an older teacher, and she just couldn't keep an eye on her. And so I felt kind of backed into a corner and um, then, of course, met my two friends who encouraged me. And I went to the principal and I said, I think I'm going to homeschool him. And he tried his best to talk me out of it. And I said, no, I've already made up my mind. I said, can you help me with curriculum? And he said, no, we're not allowed to. I said, okay. I said, I'll go to the library. <laughs> and yeah. that's that's kind of how we started. So I mean, you mentioned, um, you know,
0: continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Nope, continue.
2: Um, so I think a combination of concern for my daughter's health, of course, and then um, my son was not getting the education that he could get. so those mm-hmm. two things.
0: And you mentioned like curriculums obviously can't come a long way since those days, but I mean that's, that's yeah. you've seen you've interacted with homeschoolers now for you know that's decades at this point. What what have you seen has been some of the biggest changes you feel like from those early days of homeschooling to where we're at now, uh, maybe for better yeah. or worse?
2: yeah well better and worse so there's multitudes of curriculums and um, stuff available which you know over the years i would see young moms come and buy complete curriculums for their kindergartners and then and um i think you know it was good that i didn't have all that curriculum in the beginning because it forced me to really research and look at what was available I mean, just to teach my children, my young children, what the basics that they needed. And so <clears throat> I got a teaching education along with them learning their totally. stuff. So that was good. Um, Spiritually, I would say um, back when I started, it was a lot more legalistic, unfortunately. And I didn't even recognize it as being legalistic until my kids pointed it out as they got older. And, you know, um, kind of let me know that mom this is not cool
1: (laughs) bless their hearts Yeah.
2: well I know it was good you know God uses your children to teach you so many times so that's wonderful Mm. but I remember um if you didn't wear uh ankle length jean skirts um you just were not a good homeschool mom
0: yeah that is definitely
1: the Uh, uh, just stuff like that i'm trying
2: to be very gentle with my
1: words (laughs) (laughs) we know we know well you know it is funny because even though we know there are a lot of moms who don't know uh they don't know the, the way it was um because really maybe maybe they're not as legalistic now but there are always new rules new things to follow the homeschooling moms think they have to do it a certain way right or they're not very spiritual i can remember mom and ben would know who it was who said uh that that she thought she was going to hell because she didn't have a garden you know and and i remember everybody laughed and she was dead serious and she said i thought that because you know everybody around me said i had to do it this way and maybe that's changed but there are a lot of people out there still saying oh but now you have to do it this way and there's yeah. so much pressure put on us that we yeah. do dumb things without really right. thinking.
2: Yeah, I think, uh, the you know, the enemy is always there to make mm-hmm. us feel guilty, to have fear, to have doubt. And um, it's, you know, learning to recognize his wiles and, um, you know, mm-hmm. spiritual warfare, you know, how to do that. And, um, you know, wisdom wisdom to see what's coming at you and say, "Uh uh-uh, I don't think so.
1: (laughs) Right. So. (laughs) Well, well, stepping back again, back kind of going back a a few years, um, you know, because I can remember when we started, uh, the family, man, and we started driving around the country in RV with our kids. And um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I would be out in the parking lot with your husband and Gary Bloom. (laughs) and. and and oh we'd my. be talking we'd be talking shop you know yeah. and it was always like where are we parking where are we gonna what, what time are we gonna trailers, you know, and yes those giant <laughs> trailers How much they
0: weighed and all that kind of stuff
1: <laughs> <laughs> all that kind of stuff um you know and you spent a lot of time traveling around the country doing all that stuff what are, yeah. you know what are the things that you that you remember most fondly about those times
2: I loved the fact that I got to spend all that time with my kids and Mm. then my husband. Well, in the beginning, the first so many years, we had to travel separately. Mm. So people used to tease us. They'd say, I don't think you're really married. (laughs) (laughs) Because to make ends meet, he had to do one set of shows and I had to do another. And so we would switch. We had four children. So two would go with him and two would go with me. And then we'd switch when we met back at home to reload. And um, so, but I am forever grateful that I got to spend so many hours every day with my family mm. and you can't replace that. I mean, mm. that is the biggest gift because you know there's people who say, oh quality time. And I'm like, yeah, quality time is good, but quantity you can't make up for that. Mm. So
0: yeah and you really that's-
1: <laughs> homeschooling's yeah. the same way. I mean, uh, you know, All those hours you redeem, and sometimes you want to pull your hair out and you want to send your kids away somewhere. (laughs) But all that time that you get to spend with your children day after day.
2: Yeah. And you know, like you, so we had the business, and my kids were a vital part of that business. They, without them, we couldn't have done it. Mm
0: -hmm. They,
2: it was like almost like, you know, how farm families, you know, the kids have to get up in the morning and do the chores. Well, when they got done with their schoolwork, it's like, okay, we have to do construction paper. We have to do this, and we have to do this. And I tried to make it fun for them. So sometimes they'd invite their friends <laughs> to work mm-hmm. with them, and you know, and then they would blast music and play musicals, or you know, while they were gathering yeah. paper. And they had a, they really had fun. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, as a mom, I felt guilty sometimes that they had to work so much. But now I look at the benefits from that, and they all are incredibly responsible and have good jobs and are doing great with their families. And well, all that glory goes to God. But mm. I look at those times and it molded them. You know, mm. it helped shape who they are. So.
1: And that's really the best homeschool. Uh, yeah. I mean, I got an email, I think yesterday, or maybe it was just a Facebook message. And a mom said that her husband has a farm. And he said, as their boys have gotten older, he said, you know, go ahead and cover those basics but then i want them to help me out in the farm so they can help learn the things that they probably will do in the future and the mom was struggling with that because she's like i know but they say i have to do this and i need to do this and and she goes but my husband wants and i'm like i think your husband has the right idea yeah uh, you'll be giving them a great education
2: yeah i agree you know i didn't Realized that at first. In fact, I'll tell you this real quick story. I was traveling out west to Washington to do a convention, and my kids—I had two of my children—and they brought a friend along, so there were three of them in the back. And I had a, a white 15-passenger um, van pulling a trailer with no brakes. And my uh-huh. husband used—I didn't know that was dangerous back then. My husband uh-huh. used to pray and fast for me while I was gone because he knew. <laughs>
1: Oh, but it was what we had to do. <laughs> yeah.
2: And um. But anyway, coming back home, I it was starting to get to me the time the amount of time I didn't always have to spend with them teaching them, mm. um academics, and I remember they were all sleeping and I was crying as I was driving. Probably not safe. And I was like, Lord, I'm really messing my children up. I'm not doing a good job. I know I need to do better. And all of a sudden I heard the Lord say, you do the best you can do, and I will fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. And he is so true to his word, and he is so faithful. You know, I think sometimes as moms, we put so much pressure on ourselves that we have to we have to do it all. But that's not how it works. You know, mm-hmm. God fills in, we're never going to do enough. We're never going to be perfect enough. It's not that we don't want to try and do our best, but we will never do everything that we want to do. And so we have to at some point say, I'm just going to do the best I can, and then I'm going to leave the rest to the Lord.
0: That is perfect advice. But real quick, before we continue, because that is amazing (laughs) encouragement and every mom needs to hear that, uh, we need to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making The Smiling Homeschooler possible. Uh, They're an amazing math curriculum. They've been in in the homeschool circles now for over 20 years or, well. Yeah, over 20 years. Uh, they're an amazing, amazing group over there. Uh, it's fun. It's engaging. You're, I think your kid will really enjoy it. If you haven't checked it out, you can go try a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Uh, we've used it for for uh, over 10 years, and we've loved it the whole time. So we definitely encourage you to do that.
1: We also want to thank uh, Homeschooling Today magazine. And I don't know if there's just something about this time of the year that just makes it feel like you should – Sit down on the couch with a cup of coffee, and I'm not a coffee drinker, and have a homeschooling magazine uh, in your hand to be encouraged. Um, Because, you know, this is the time of the year where uh, you're kind of, you need that extra encouragement because the doubts are kind of filling your head and you're starting to wonder, have I done the right thing? Even as Renee said, um, I, I can't tell you how many moms have told me those exact words And Homeschooling Today magazine just encourages a homeschooling mom's heart. So you can check them out and subscribe at homeschoolingtoday.com
0: yeah it's the time of the year when you start noticing that the book is not halfway over even though you're getting close (laughs) to halfway (laughs) through and that's okay (laughs) you know that's part of homeschooling (laughs) (laughs) but you've you've briefly mentioned multiple things that you've loved what would you say was maybe the thing that you are most thankful for or found most rewarding from your homeschool journey uh with your kids over all of those years yeah oh
2: goodness um you know, I guess it's the day to day, being able to, those life lessons, you know, things, something happens, and then you're able to take them back to God's word. You're able to say, you know, look what God says here. And, you know, can, can we put that, can we put that along and um, can we fit that into our life? You know, how does that help us here? And it wasn't in those words. And a lot of times, you know, when they were young, it was just really simple little lessons. But as they got older, They were deeper lessons and, you know, just having the time to do that. I think sometimes we focus so much on the academics that we forget how important God's word is. We forget to teach them how to fight spiritual battle. We forget, um, you know, that, I mean, that to me, that's going to that those those times and that one thing is preparing your children um, for life you know, a life filled with God and a love for him. Um, you can't replace that.
1: Mm. Well, your, your family still seems, you know, your kids seem close and you all seem close. Would you attribute that to, of course, God's in the midst of that, but would you attribute that to homeschooling your kids?
2: Yeah. Um, more, more to prayer because mm. I know, unfortunately many homeschool families who, um, they long for that closeness, and it's not there. So I really have to give the glory to God because there are, we, made, we made so many mistakes, and it could have so easily have backfired on us. But um, prayer, you know, crying out to the Lord and asking him um, to give us wisdom and discernment, and he is so faithful to do that. But um, yeah, homeschooling helped definitely because I didn't have I had that time with them. And had I sent them away to school, all that it would have been those years would have been robbed. You know, they get they get up. I watch um, now my oldest daughter is sending her kids to a Christian Latin school, high academic. Her and her husband are really academic. <laughs> and I mean her husband's incredibly intelligent. Um, they call on him if they can't help somebody with their math, and he just gets in there right away and teaches them, and I'm like, I could never do that, but um, so it's what they love, you know, and so there, I don't know that there's one right way for every family, um, except for the spiritual aspect, and for them to know the Lord, so she fills in at home, and teaches them, has them memorize scripture, and Um, sits and talks to them and she Mm. gave them power bibles and at six and eight they sit down every morning and read their power
0: bibles
2: (laughs) you know it just um you it's that extra effort to make sure that um that it's it's well-rounded it's not all academics but it's Mm. spiritual as well
0: well i think you briefly brushed on that it is the relationship it's not about just you know pure academic because you know the homeschool portion is not really the part that's like oh it worked so well because I just taught them super well it's it's that you got to spend all of the, that time with them and have such a meaningful yeah. relationship so that's what I think brings more closeness at least in our family it wasn't the we did yeah. really good at math you know <laughs> like that's not why like yeah. our family's close now uh I think uh but yeah. And I'm just going to be really that. good at math. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Exactly. I you know, yeah. I mean well, I could have picked something more know, believable, I probably.
2: I can't say that we did either. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But you know, like my oldest daughter next year, um, she tried the Latin Christian school for two years now and she hasn't enjoyed it, but she's come to realize she really loved homeschooling them. So she's mm-hmm. gonna be homeschooling again next year. You know, but the freedom to try those right. things. Um, oh, and I didn't tell you. So I started homeschooling, and the next year I panicked. I thought, oh, my goodness, I'm not doing enough good, a good enough job. And so I sent them back to school for three months, and then I pulled them back home. And I said, no, I miss them having them at home. <laughs> so, you know, it was that back and forth thing, but I don't regret any of it yeah. because in the midst of that panicking and everything, the Lord was able to get a hold of my mm. heart and, and teach me to trust him.
1: Yeah. I just think it's so amazing to me because, you know, even though, like you said at the beginning, a lot of things have changed in the homeschooling movement. There's curriculum everywhere. Uh, you yeah. can order anything from any to, at any time, anywhere. Um, but, the that you know, even as you talk about those early experiences, you sound just like the same moms who are talking to me now who've been homeschooling for four weeks, you know? I mean, the same things. They wonder, am I ruining them? Could somebody else be doing better, you know? And I just, and yet that's still that strong desire to have your kids home. You know, if you had, say, you know, right now, a bunch of moms are listening right now and some of them are new at this and they're feeling some of those things that you have felt, what would you tell them?
2: I would say, trust the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there were lots of times, the the times that the enemy came in with that fear and that doubt. um, If I had recognized what I see so clearly now, I would have commanded him to leave in Jesus' name Mm -hmm. and I would have gone on doing what I was doing because the Lord has your back. Mm -hmm. You know, homeschooling is a privilege and it's a blessing. And I can't ever say enough about homeschooling my kids. Um, You know, we had a a support group. I started with three moms, and by the time we left on the road to start our business, it had grown to 200 families. But I would never trade any of that. Um, Leading that, encouraging moms, then going on the road and encouraging moms. And again, even back then, it was the same thing, that fear that gets in there. but again, you have to remember that God is so happy that we're spending that time with our children um, because He gave us that responsibility. He did not give the schools that responsibility, right. um, and I'm not I'm not trying to be negative towards you know because obviously my oldest daughter sent you know was sending her, but they were both teaching this last two years, <clears throat> and I never said anything negative to her. I thought, you know, this has to be between them and the Lord. And I'm just, in, I will never be able to thank God enough for giving me a chance to have my children home all the time. I really mm. liked Little House on the Prairie you
0: know,
2: <laughs> <laughs> with, with all with my kids all around me. In fact, a lot of moms can't wait till their kids leave, you know, at 18 or 19. And I cried when everyone, each one of them left. I wanted them to be yeah. home. But, um, you know, God has to move them along at some point.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: so.
0: Well, not to do a super hard switch, but we need to start wrapping it up here, not keep you too long. Uh, if, you know, if these okay. homeschool moms would like to contact you or, you know, see more of what you do, what's a good way to get in touch with you and see what, uh, what Miller Pad and Paper is about?
2: Well, if you want to look at the Miller Pads and Paper website, it's millerpadsandpaper.com.
1: Are you um, sure that's not Miller pad sandpaper? <laughs> oh, Be- no, because no. I read it as Miller pad sandpaper.
2: <laughs> no. Well, you know, whatever.
1: <laughs> it will go you know. either way. Either one you look yes, up, it goes yeah. to the same place.
2: There we go. But um, if, if they have questions for me personally, um, they can email me. And it's really easy. It's me at Renee. RuthMiller.com. So it's my name, Renee
1: Ruth awesome.
0: Miller.com. I don't think I've I ever come though, across I, anyone who has me as their first part. That's cool. Uh, that's a good idea, though.
1: And but is that <laughs> a original. common? Is that the common way to spell Renee? Because I would have never. Because oh. you spell it yeah. R-E-N-E-E, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so like Renee Ruth. Okay, Miller. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well Renee, thanks for joining us um, I, You're you know it's always encouraging um, not just to talk to you personally but I, I I'm always encouraged by moms who have traveled the path um, and they would travel it again in a heartbeat yeah. um, and i I guess just because I like other moms hearing that it can be done. the water's fine mm-hmm. and that it, and that there are huge huge dividends when you have your children at home
2: yeah you know take advantage of those grandparents too because they love Mm. to be involved
1: well my kids do (laughs) (laughs) probably too much (laughs) well thanks for joining us and i hope uh uh, i want to encourage everybody to to visit your your local homeschool convention because you just might find miller pad and paper
0: Thanks for joining us. We hope that the encouragement Renee had to share helps you smile more this week. As always, thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making a Smiling Homeschooler possible. Have a great week, and as always, don't forget to smile.